0: Hey, good people. Welcome to the latest episode of the Atlanta Entrepreneurs Legal Podcast. I'm your host, Stacy Ann Taylor, and I'm the owner of the law office of Stacy Ann Taylor, LLC, the proud home of the Atlanta Entrepreneurs Program, an innovative monthly legal subscription program that includes unlimited scheduled 15-minute phone consultations with me, as well as unlimited contract review services for contracts of up to 10 pages each, all starting at just $200 per month. Today's episode is entitled, All About the Trademark Registration Process. And it's actually episode number nine. I can't believe I've done nine uh, podcast episodes already. But anyway, I I wanted to chat with you all briefly about trademarks because I get questions about trademarks fairly regularly from potential clients, uh, as well as family members and friends who are just interested in learning more about the process and what it entails. So before we get into a somewhat deep dive on the trademark registration process, let's talk about what a trademark actually is. A trademark protects your intellectual property rights related to goods or services that you offer for sale. A trademark is essentially, it's a government-issued document. It's uh, a certificate that uh, acknowledges to the world that your intellectual property rights regarding uh, a specific commercial product or service is protected and people are not allowed to copy it or use it to uh, make a profit. So what is intellectual property, uh, you might be asking? Well, intellectual property is any intangible asset that you've created with your mind that is valuable to your business. And that can be something like a brand name, logo, a specific color palette that is associated with your brand and logo, as well as uh, marketing slogans, marketing taglines, and a few other things. But those are probably the common Reasons for getting uh, a trademark, wanting to protect you know your brand name, etc. And I think I'll just mention here that trademarks, including service marks, uh are just one vehicle for protecting your intellectual property rights. Uh there are trademarks, including service marks, as I said, there are copyrights and there are patents, and each of those uh Vehicles for intellectual property protection uh, is used to protect a different thing. Trademarks and service marks protect commercial goods and services. Uh, copyrights protect creative works like books, and then patents, uh, of course, protect inventions. So, just to quickly recap, trademarks protect intellectual property rights related to commercial goods for sale. Uh, they protect intellectual property rights related to brand names, logos, color schemes, marketing slogans, taglines, etc. Service marks, very similar to trademarks. And in fact, uh, trademarks usually refer to the term trademark is often used to refer to both, refer to both trademarks and service marks. Service marks are uh, related to the protection of intellectual property rights for services that are offered, Service marks also protect brand name, logo, color scheme, marketing, slogans, etc., for services, commercial services that are offered. Now, let's talk about the actual process of uh, registering for a trademark. So, here's the thing uh, like many things in life, You can do it on your own, but it would probably be wise to hire an attorney to assist you. There is certainly nothing in the rules and regulations uh, of the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. That is the government entity responsible for uh, the trademark registration process and for issuing trademarks. um, There is certainly nothing that would prevent you know a layperson who is not an attorney from applying for a trademark, and in, in fact, in some cases that may be perfectly fine. However, the issue really becomes when the trademark process is ongoing, and the trademark examiner, who is a licensed attorney, the trademark examiner, examiner might have some questions or concerns regarding the application. And if you are not an attorney, It may be difficult for you to defend your trademark application to the examiner, again, who is an attorney. So that's really kind of the main reason for engaging an attorney to uh, put in a trademark application for you and to go back and forth with the trademark examiner, you know, if necessary. And, And quite frankly, it may be necessary. So again, you can go through the trademark application process on your own, fill out the application on your own if you so choose. However, it would probably be wiser to hire a a trademark attorney, a business attorney to assist you with the trademark application process because the application is going to be reviewed by a trademark examiner who is an attorney And if that person has any questions or concerns, they are going to be following up with you uh, to get answers, and you may not be in a position to really defend your trademark application appropriately, and you may not have the answers that they're looking for, and therefore your application may be rejected. So definitely, seriously consider hiring a trademark attorney to help you. So what does the process look like? What does the application process? Well, It's actually kind of a lengthy process. Um, To get a trademark takes um, really at least a year. Uh, That is for a trademark for a commercial good. Uh, That is because the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office uh, in the last few years has just been inundated with trademark applications. People are kind of trademarking anything they can find uh, at this point. And they are literally receiving over half a million trademark applications in in a year. And they're aggressively hiring more trademark examiners, but uh, it's just an overwhelming number. So because of the high volume of trademark applications, the overall process has slowed down. Uh, Whereas 10 years ago, it may have taken months. It really is taking uh, at least a year at this point for a trademark application. Uh, And that is for trademarks for commercial goods. For a service mark, for a service uh, that you offer, uh, service marks don't take nearly as long. Uh, usually they can be you know, done in, in a, you know, a couple months. Uh, so service marks, uh, the good news is service marks are usually uh, given a lot faster. The registration process goes a lot faster. So now that I've told you that it'll take uh, probably at least a year to get your trademark, whether you do it by yourself or you hire an attorney, uh, the actual process isn't really that difficult. The, the main thing is uh, once you figure out what it is about your you know, product or service that you want to trademark, whether you, know, you want to trademark the brand name and the logo and the color scheme and the marketing slogans, um, once you figure out what you want to trademark, you really start the process uh, by searching through the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office's the USPTO's uh, database. They have a trademark database that allows you to see the existing trademarks that are out there, and uh, you search to find the same or similar trademarks as what what you hope to acquire. But you need to go beyond the USPTO database. You also need to to search through state, common law, and even domain name databases just to see whether or not someone is using the same or similar trademark that you would like. Um, Because if they are, then it is quite likely, and if it's an active trademark, it's quite likely that your your application for a trademark will uh, eventually be rejected. So it's really, really important on the front end to make sure you're really trying to apply for uh, a unique trademark for your, for your unique product. Um, so that's the first step, search through the databases. The second step is to actually fill out the application online. Like pretty much everything else these days, the application is online. Uh, once you fill out and submit the application, then you uh, will play the waiting game. It'll take maybe a few months for the, USPTO, for the USPTO to respond to you. The examiner will say, this has been assigned to me. Um, you know, this application has been assigned to me and I'm working on it essentially. And then you just kind of play the waiting game some more. Uh, if you're very fortunate, you've, you know, filled out, especially if you've hired an attorney, perhaps you filled out a a very clear, very concise, uh, trademark application that, uh, will, you know, easily be accepted and there will be no follow-up questions But uh, in the event that there is an existing trademark that is the same or similar, there will most likely (laughs) be some uh, follow-up questions from the attorney who is the trademark examiner. And they can be substantive questions about the actual product that you're trying to get trademarks for, uh, or they can be non-substantive questions, maybe something in the application wasn't filled out properly properly. Um, and there is some confusion there. So from experience, I will tell you the substantive questions are usually much harder to answer. And that is especially where, uh, having a trademark attorney working with you is especially useful. But again, I mean, this is like many other things in life. You can choose to go down this road yourself, but it, it really, uh, would be wiser to hire a trademark attorney to help you, just in case there is some issue that um, you know is pointed out by the attorney who's the trademark examiner, and you need to have that issue addressed so that you can you can get your trademark registered. And just keep in mind, if there is an issue that arises, and there are either substantive or um, non-substantive actions, uh, questions that come up from the examiner that's just going to delay the process a little bit more right so if you do the application properly on the front end then it cuts down on the likelihood that there will be issues later in the process which will just slow the whole process down so that's something to think about so let's just say you apply for you do your research in the database the USPTO and the other databases i mentioned state common law etc you Feel like you're applying for uh, a trademark that, that hasn't already been granted out there. Uh, you fill out the application, hopefully with the help of an attorney, the attorney will do it for you. And you go through the process and let's say you get your uh, application approved. Well, the final step is really just to wait for the official approval letter and the uh, the certificate that says you officially have a registered trademark. Once you officially have a registered trademark, interestingly enough, the date of the registration will not be the date that the certificate is eventually printed. It will be the date of your application. So that's really something awesome. Your trademark will be registered as of your initial application date. So if you apply in January of, of 2021, but you're not approved till December 31st, 2021, the registration date will still be January 1st, 2021. And while you're waiting to use the registered trademark symbol, which is the capital R inside the circle that we're all familiar with, that symbol, by the way, can only be used once a trademark has been officially registered with the USPTO, so just keep that in mind. But in the meantime, while you're just, even before you apply, if you want to, you can use the TM symbol, that's capital T, capital M. Um, it is made smaller in a very small font and will appear at the, in the top right corner Um, At the end of the words that you, you know, the brand that you want to trademark, um, the product that you want to trademark, you can feel free to use the TM even before you apply for a trademark and certainly during the process. But once again, you can only use the registered trademark symbol, the R, the capital R inside the circle um, once your trademark has actually been registered with the USPTO. So that's it, good people. That's Trademarks in a nutshell. Uh, of course, I have simplified it somewhat because of um, the fact that this is a podcast which does not run uh, over 15 minutes generally. So uh, in the interest of time, I've kind of distilled it down to the essentials of trademarking. But I think I, I gave a pretty good overview, and hopefully it was clear and uh, you know easy for you all to understand. I really appreciate you listening. Shout out to my new subscribers. I appreciate you all very much. And I look forward to chatting with you again next week. You've been listening to the Atlanta Entrepreneurs Legal Podcast with Stacey Ann Taylor. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify.